something like that on your own, you're like, I have to exploit this. <laughs> So get out there and do something, you know, good for people, and yeah, you know, the rest will follow suit. Hell yeah! That's the free game this month. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Get it. I, yeah, I'm planning on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so what are you waiting for? Yeah. Whoa. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's episode 11 of the Retro Reds Retro Gaming Podcast. A long-awaited episode, but it's worth it. Why? Because the three of us are back together this time. I am Al. I'm Travis. Kyle here. Hey, fellas. <laughs> Kyle, what do you have in your mouth? I was going to say, what are you chewing on? Nothing. Why? Okay. If you say so. Was that you, Travis? <laughs> No, it definitely was not. You lion sack of shit. It wasn't. <laughs> it absolutely was not. <laughs> oh, man. How you guys been? Uh, I've been doing pretty good. Busy as crap, but good. Good deal. Yeah, same, same. Dealing with some illness in the house, but getting by. Oh, well, that's good. Hope it's uh, quick, 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 and completely painless. Yeah, same here. There's nothing worse than family getting sick. <clears throat> no. Mm. Oh man. But uh yeah, it's been uh it's been a crazy week. We um you know, we full disclosure, we kind of did like a mini cast earlier in the week, and I thought we had some good stories from it, so we didn't wind up releasing it, but I'd like to recap a little bit, Kyle, if it won't bore you, but um for anybody, Not at all. for anybody listening, it's been one week to the day since the county that I live in got utterly slammed by a really heinous snowstorm. Uh, snow and windstorm. I mean, it was basically a blizzard. And um, it knocked out power to over 100,000 people uh, in our area, uh, myself and my family included. And uh, we lost power from about 10.30 in the morning Friday to uh, uh, the f- that Sunday morning, and um, yeah, I, I I made the mistake of like, oh well, we'll tough it out. We got secondary heat that's not electric, and you know, we'll we'll at least you know this day we'll stay here and have a camp out, and power should be back out in the morning. And uh, well, when's the last time either of you guys had gone without power for a long extended period of time? Two years ago. <laughs> Um, that big blizzard in the nineties. Ninety three. I remember that. Yep. Uh-huh. It was like it's like three four days. My parents' house. Yeah, yeah. We uh, yeah. I want to say it's about the same here. Three four days. We we had a big wood stove there, so we all kind of hung out in the basement by the wood stove playing like cards and crap. And uh, we didn't have cards this time. And I'll tell you, <laughs> we we basically spent the day watching the girls. You know, they were playing. They thought it was the greatest thing, <laughs> especially when they found out that uh, <clears throat> we were going to be camping out in the living room, you know, where our heat source was. And um, <laughs> they just thought it was great. Uh, they were a little ticked off as they started realizing all the things that need power to work. Like we were digging through, you know, to find something to eat in the afternoon. And we made like bologna sandwiches and pages like, well, I want macaroni. 
well, we can't make you macaroni because the stove don't work. She goes, oh, fine. Some, she's like, I'll have some spaghetti. <laughs> so, like, she went through her list until, like, it clicked that we didn't have power. She goes, well, what can I have? And we wound up getting them uh, cold SpaghettiOs. And they mm. they loved it, but, you know, it's like as parents, we felt horrible. But, like, what do you do? We didn't have, a, you know, anything to really heat up. So, but we're sitting there. We had our sandwich. It was, like, three or four in the afternoon when the kids usually eat. They usually eat, like, four-ish. And so they ate and we played and they stayed up a little later than usual. But they, they wound up passing out pretty good for being one of the first times that they hadn't slept in their crib. Well, Mia in her crib, Paige in her bed. So, you know, for sleeping somewhere else. And, um, <laughs> so it's like, it's gotta be like 8.30, and Am and I are just kind of chilling. You know, we got a couple candles lit, the kerosene heater's letting off some light, and we're just bored out of our minds. And, like, man, I'm hungry. I'm like, yeah, what do we do? Like, I couldn't eat another bologna sandwich. I was gonna kill something. <laughs> <laughs> so we start, like, we didn't want to eat anything out of the fridge because the fridge power had been off. And so we're like, all right. So we're looking around and we find, we go into the pantry. We're like, well, we got canned stuff. Let's see what we got. And we find two cans of refried beans. Oh, man. And we're like, I like those. We started like, we're going to, should we try them cold? And then like in perfect unison, we both look over at the kerosene heater and I'm like, wait a minute, it's got a grate on top, and it's really hot. So let's put it on the grate. And I'm like, yep, I'm way ahead of you. And so we put it on there, and it put a piece of foil over the, the pot, you know, and it's slowly getting warmer and warmer. And uh, we had what we called heater beans. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you ain't lived until you had a, a nice warm pot of heater beans. And uh, you, you spice that up by finding wraps that uh, are, are, you know, pretty fresh tortilla wraps, and you make bean burrito heater bean wraps. <laughs> bean burrito heater bean wraps? Yes. Yes, it is a once-in-a-lifetime thing that I'm hoping I'll never have to do again. But in that time, it was uh, pretty ingenious. But I'll just... Sounds smart enough. But I'll just say uh, it sucked uh, being Paw Ingalls. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, we wound up going well, to my parents the next day, and they had power, but no internet, you know. So first world struggles, and uh, but we hung out, had a blast. Kids had a blast hanging out with their grandparents, and then um, what was it like? Nine thirty. My mom's cell phone is sitting on the table, and it just goes ding, and I'm like, "You just got an email. I know what that <laughs> means." And I just started like tearing into their router connecting with my phone I'm like we have internet <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what all things considered it was people that made out a lot worse than we did we didn't have any fallen trees or any you know stuff around I was reading on the the PPL webpage like someone was like you gotta help us like we you know there's someone in here that needs medical help and there's a wire on our roof oh man so Jesus. it's like they can't even get out you know what i mean so yeah it, it was a rough storm i mean how'd you guys make out did you have anything over by you travis uh we probably got maybe six to eight inches um 
but we had no loss of power, no loss of internet. I was actually working the entire day. Wow. So everything was kind of a uh, kind of solid. The girls were outside playing most of the day, and they had a good time, and it was good. It was good. That's good. Yeah. How'd you make out, Kyle? Uh, not too bad. We got maybe an inch or two on the ground. Everything just melted right away. Uh, but we did, we did lose week? a tree. Yeah, oh, yeah. we. Yeah, there's. No, we woke up the next morning. There was no snow on the ground at all. But we did lose a tree. Um, a fifty foot. It was about a fifty year old pine came wow. over right, right oh, between no. my house and my neighbor's house, and uh, <clears throat> it couldn't have fallen more perfect because it didn't do any damage at all. So nice. You got lucky, man. I mean, it, That's yeah. Awesome. I mean, it, it sucks to lose a tree that old, but. Uh, what can you do? At least nobody it got hurt. It sucks more to get hit by a tree that old. Yeah, I would imagine <laughs> that wouldn't be a very uh, very good time. Well, we can put you in the ground when you're 50. When I'm 50? Yeah. I'd like to last a little bit longer than that. How about 52? <laughs> okay, we'll give you that. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. No problem. So you still got the tree there, or did you get rid of it? Oh, no, I was... Man, that was kind of the fun part. I got to go buy a chainsaw and play, <laughs> Ash, play Ash Williams for a little. <laughs> oh that's awesome did your hand go bad first what's that did your hand go bad it did you had to lop it, it off did. at the it wrist got, it did it got infected with sap and then it became evil <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'm so glad I met somebody else that loves those movies oh the show was great the new season's out they're starting oh I gotta get caught up <laughs> yeah I think it's only two episodes in oh damn well, I'm glad you guys. I'm glad you guys made it safely. You know, through the storm, it was that was a rough one. I'd say, in my entire life, that was probably one of the most destructive ones I've seen, and that one actually had me a little bit scared at points. Just uh, just hearing what other people were going through, and uh, before we went to my parents the next morning, Amber went out to try to get coffee, and there was still a bunch of snow on the road and stuff. And she was just, she told me when she got back, she's like, people had just left their cars in the middle of the road, like, you know, main roads, just left them in like the turn lanes. And, uh, there were cars just abandoned on the side of the road, covered in snow from plow trucks. And it was just crazy. And, um, like it, when we went out, I went out with her later after we got to my parents' house and dropped the kids off. We went to do some shopping and get like snackies, and supplies and stuff and like you know we're we're driving through town and it it just looked like something out of like mad max man the telephone poles were like just slanted over there was one that was hanging right over the road uh like wires dangling out by the school and uh there's one i i i think they got rid of it because i didn't see it when we went in today but there was a tree that had to be you know probably like 50 feet tall and it was all on the side of the road but it was leaning over the road and like it looked like it was hanging by a thread like all it would have took was a strong breeze and that thing would have came down on the road so i'm just glad it's over (laughs) yeah we had enough strong breezes and uh we've had enough yeah yeah would they hit like 75 mile per hour gusts by me yeah easily easily crazy but, uh, you know, the one thing that sucks about losing power is you don't get to play games. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And uh, what have you guys been playing? I've been. Well, wait, wait you'd be able to play games if you bought a Switch. Shut your oh. mouth. I need one of those so bad. Especially what you posted today. Like, oh, God, 
I want that game so bad. <laughs> that would be yeah. Oct- Octopath Traveler. That's going to be the name of it. I don't know. I think they're sticking with that. Yeah, they are. Oh, that's such a great game. At least the demo was fantastic. I actually have not played the demo yet because oh. I want. I don't want to play the demo. No, you because should. I know. Well, I know if I play it, it's going to make me angry that I can't keep playing it. And <laughs> You're like I don't me. have. I don't have all the time in the world anyway, so I can wait till July. Yeah, and maybe I'll start stashing. And uh, come July, I'll grab a Switch and grab that game just because there's so much good stuff coming out for the Switch. We'll get to that a little bit later, but, man, Nintendo's really doing it right this time. I mean, we've said it a few times, but they are really rocking it with the Switch. But, um, so what have you guys been playing? I've been binging. We'll get there. But how about you, Travis? Um, I have actually expanded. Um, I know during the last one, I think I talked about pretty much World of Warcraft. <laughs> Um, I am actually slowing down a little bit playing that. Um, I actually might quit again, uh, so I can concentrate on other things that I want to be playing, but we'll see how that goes. I I may or may not. I haven't, I haven't made a final decision yet, but, um, I have been playing it, been doing uh, some world questing at 110 and, um, trying to get some of my other characters up to 110 as well. Um, nothing, nothing really special. I'm still kind of anxious about raiding, um, and healing for raids and whatnot. So I haven't done much of it. Yeah. Um, I've finally jumped back into Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Oh, nice. So I am uh, about 25 hours into that. How far is that into the game, though? Because I know that's a long game. As far as the story goes, I think I'm probably about 80% complete. But I think there's a lot of grinding that has to be done before I can beat the game. Okay. Um, because some of the final bosses, I think, have upwards of like 30,000 HP or so. And wow. I only do like, uh, you know, 200 per attack. Whew. So that would take a very, very, very long time. Yes, um, that would. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'll get there eventually. Uh, but I think all in all, it takes about 50 hours. Wow. Yeah. I kind of I miss games like that. I mean, granted... I don't know how much I'd enjoy it if if half of that time was grinding, but I don't know. I, I know like Final Fantasy six slash three. I remember doing a lot of grinding in that, but it was so much fun I didn't really care. Yeah, and there there was actually a goal to that, you know, be able to be able to grind <clears throat> to get your espers all the way up. Yeah. And to make sure you know you got all your skills and to get all the rages for Gaul and all that stuff. So Did you get the uh did you ever get the W item materia and do the cheat? Or wait, In, that, was that? that was uh that was Final Fantasy Seven. Damn it, you're right. And no, because I'd never actually played that far in that game. I found that out by mistake too. <laughs> That's the item dupe trick, right? Yeah, it, and it was it's something that is easy to figure out, but basically if I remember right, you basically you pick it that you're gonna use the W item ability, and then you pick the item that you're gonna do that you want to dupe, or no, you pick any item, and then you, the second one, you pick what you want to dupe, and it asks you to, like, confirm, and if you go back, it adds one to that item. Oh, nice. So, like, I went into the Sephiroth fight with 99 Mega Elixirs. I was like, bring it <laughs> on. <laughs> so cheaty. So cheaty, but God. <laughs> when, when, you, when you discover something like that on your own, you're like, I have to exploit this. <laughs> It wasn't like I looked it up. That was the best part. I was like, oh my god, I found something on my own. (laughs) (laughs) 
Which means it was terribly easy to figure out. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, sorry. It, it's still that. special. It's still special to figure stuff out like that. I'm like I totally hijacked you there, man. That's all right. That's all right. Um, the only other thing I've been playing uh, has been I started up a playthrough of Disgaea, which is a ridiculously good game from uh, developed by Nipponichi Software mm-hmm. and published by Atlas, and it is fantastic. I started playing that um, on your recommendation, uh, if I remember correctly, about a year ago, and I got okay. I got to get back to it because I really did like it. Um, the humor, it, it's a hilarious game. Yeah, it is. Um, I got to get back to it. Yeah, they they nailed the humor, and I think the gameplay itself is uh, is a lot of fun. Sure. Um, the way that they make it so you get different patterns and stuff for your magic abilities by using the magic more. Um, and you unlock all, how you unlock all your different classes and everything. It just it's it's a lot of fun getting all those unlocks and just really powering up your your characters to ridiculous levels. And it's a good strategy RPG. Like I yeah. remember the the battles, you had to be a bit tactical about it. You couldn't just go flailing around like the water boy. And uh, that was enjoyable. So I'll, I'll get back to that at some point. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. I think besides that. I'm uh, pretty spent as far as gaming goes. Um, I did watch... I don't know, did I... I'm not sure if I mentioned on the last cast. Um, I'm still trying to finish watching Young Tiger. No, which I, don't, is, I don't think you mentioned that. Okay, it's... Uh, it's Well, Netflix calls it a Jackie Chan movie, but it's not. Um, Jackie Chan is in it. He actually plays a bad guy. <gasps> oh, I gotta watch that one. Which is very, very rare. Um, but it's from 1973, so it's very, very campy. Oh, I love those movies so hard. Yeah, it's it's funny because they they speak uh, Cantonese, mm-hmm. but it sounds and looks like they actually dubbed over it in Cantonese. Really? <laughs> it is it is the most perfect. It's the weirdest thing. So yeah, it is. It's very funny. That's like um, is it Jackie Chan? I forget the one that Drunken Master. Yes, Legend of Drunken Master is Jackie Chan. Dude, the dubbing in that is so bad. <laughs> uh, I refuse to watch English dubbed uh, Hong Kong martial arts movies. I just I can't do it because no, it's, 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 it's terrible. It's so distracting. It's so distracting. You know, it's we, a little comical though. I mean, there's something kind of funny when you do watch that. Oh, it's a riot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like I like watching kung fu flicks for yeah. you know watching kung fu flicks rather than you know for the comedy purpose. But you know, if I'm in the mood for a good laugh, you know, there's there's very little that beats watching a really badly dubbed martial arts film. Actually, you, we did talk about this in the last cast because uh, Travis and I went into this like whole thing of movies that we like. And Kyle, I, I, I wanted to share this with you because I figured you're on this train too. But like, you've seen Hard Boiled, right? I don't think I have. Oh, oh man. <laughs> you've got to see Hard Boiled. You've got to see that movie. Oh, dude! I was telling Travis last Christmas. Uh, John Woo movie. movie, huh? Yes, yes. John Woo is the man, and uh, Amber got me like the John Woo buffet for Christmas last year. Um, not this past Christmas, the one before, and it was. Uh, I got hard boiled, and I got uh, a better tomorrow. I mean, just classic, classic John Woo martial arts movies, man. You gotta check those out. If you like I, that kind of thing, I do. I do. My my thing is, I'm really into Donnie Yen movies. Yeah, oh, it, dude, it so man, am I. Baby. 
it man all through uh, even the third one was a little goofier but i still enjoyed it but a lot of his movies on netflix are pretty awesome oh he's incredible i i love that they put him in star wars same he loved it too oh yeah, he was gushing about that that's pretty awesome yeah my, my brother-in-law is a huge donnie yen fan and uh He's the one that got me into It Man, and I was just like, "Oh my god, where have these movies been my whole life?" <laughs> yeah, they're great. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, that's another thing I never realized we share, gentlemen: a love of Hong Kong martial arts movies. Yeah, it's, it's so good, so good. They are good. I like them. And you had mentioned the one that you're watching now, Travis. I really got to pick that up because. I mean, I like Jackie Chan, but I always felt he kind of got stuck in the same role every movie, so I would love to see where he plays a bad guy. Well, at a certain point, he actually said that he didn't want to play bad guys because he doesn't like the... um, He doesn't want to be a a bad role model for kids. Yeah, that's Even though, apparently, in real life, he's not that great of a person. That sucks. Oh, really? That's that's what I've heard, at least. Hmm. He's got some very... um, kind of uh, I, don't, I don't want to say extreme but he's got some kind of a uh, divisive political leanings oh boy which kind of just you know i mean give you know it's it's neither here nor there but you know you can you can really decide for yourself whether you like his leanings or not and kind of judge whether you like him as a person or not but see i always respect people like us who just you know we have our, our leanings and we have our forms for blasting them out but like when it comes to what we do you know, not that we're famous or anything, but like, I just like to be able Speak to... Speak for yourself, dude. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to, you know, talk games and crap. I don't ever, like... If I ever became famous, like, for whatever thing, you know, I do creatively, I just never wanted to be one of those, like, gas bags that's like, oh, yeah, this is what I think, and I don't know. I just don't think it helps anything, and, like, I'd rather just contribute, you know... Uh, to whatever cause I think like like I love what we do like with charities and stuff like we're not out there to get a pat on the back and and do stuff like that like I I can't wait to do extra life this year just because like I see all the good y'all are doing with good for gaming and all that stuff and I just like I'm so excited to be a part of that and help out you know good causes because we've been so lucky with the the two kids that we have and you know they've been perfectly healthy but we have friends that had some real struggles you know having their kids born our one friend you know they were at chop for like a month and um so being able to contribute to something like that like that's how i want to make a difference you know what i mean not just running my mouth i don't know yep i hear you it's always actions speak louder than words basically yeah for real yeah so get out there and do something you know good for people and yeah, the rest will follow suit. Hell yeah! There's your, there's your. I'll save that for the the line of wisdom at the end, and I'll totally, <laughs> I'll totally mangle it. <laughs> Sweet. Um. So yeah, well that's cool. Where yeah. where, where are you uh, where you been, Kyle? What you been playing? Uh, it's pretty much just switching VR. <laughs> um, a couple weeks ago, I picked up a PSVR, and I've been playing it ever since. I still have to come over. I actually have to go into the office for that to happen. <laughs> I've been working. Yeah, on- yeah. For those on the fence about getting it, I would certainly recommend um, trying it first because there is a nausea factor that some people have. I haven't experienced it too bad yet, 
a couple times it made me feel a little funny doing certain things. Like uh, there's a game that, that PlayStation was giving free, uh, Starblood Arena. And you're going through a tutorial and you, you know, you, you're aiming by looking at the targets and then shooting. Ew. And uh, they're going, and that's fine. Like that was pretty cool. But they started doing ship movements. And the one part you had to do a barrel roll. Oh, screw that. And it was slow. So like I was like, all right, I think I'm done for the night. And Ooh, uh, Yeah, that's rough. That was the only time, though. Um, Skyrim's pretty awesome, especially with the move controllers, once you get used to the menus. Um, especially, I like, I, I always choose magic. Mm-hmm. And when I can heal myself with my left hand and then shoot fire anywhere I want with my right, it just feels pretty badass. So, I say that all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. Like, when the first dragon comes down in the beginning and he's screaming in your face, and it's like, it's like you know, to real size dragon, it's... It's it's pretty it's pretty that rad. That has to be so cool. So there's that. Um, I do. I you feel a little funny in that just because the graphics are so blurry. Um, right, right. Just because I don't I don't have a pro. I don't know how much of a difference it makes, but it's pretty blurry in just the standard PSVR the the standard PlayStation Four. It's doable though. Um, Resident Evil made me jump <laughs> about ten awesome. feet off my chair. Which Resident nice. Evil, by the way? Seven. Seven. The biohazard. Yep. You can play the whole thing in VR, and I highly recommend if you're gonna do it, play it in VR if you if you can. Cause Cause I just I just started playing uh, Resident Evil Revolutions, Revelations Two, mm-hmm. Part One tonight, and that made me jump. But I'm an easy scare. I haven't played a Resident Evil since two. Oh wow! So yeah, I kind of fell off, but uh, this one I wanted to pick it up for VR, and I got it for like ten bucks from Redbox. Oh, you can't beat that. No, and it's been pretty awesome. It's very tense in VR. Uh, it's you know you walk into a dark hallway and you just hear people breathing and you don't you know you know something's oh, coming, that. but you don't know what yet. Oh uh, man! Jeez, what else have I? Uh, Super hot's pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah, I heard I, nothing but good about that in VR. Oh, it's so much fun. They said it's like a must for VR though. Like, I'd I, agree. I've heard it's fun. You know, as a, as a standalone, but it's VR where that game really, really shines. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you can turn your head and see someone coming at you, you know, and you're just dodging, you feel like you're in the Matrix. That's so cool. You look ridiculous, <clears throat> but Who you cares? feel off. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. The only other two games that I bought were uh, um, Drive Club. Okay. Which is really cool because I love Mini Coopers. Oh, nice. And I don't have mine anymore because I had to get rid of it because of kids and all. Because oh, imagine crap. Going... You got rid of your mini. Yeah, I had to. I had to. Uh, I was taking kids in and out of, like, Liam, when he was born, would have to come out of the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, when you'd go to, like, a mall and people see you pulling a kid out of the trunk? Yeah, they frown on that. It was frowned. Yeah, right. So, for now, but. Oh, that was such a nice mini, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was. But it's pretty rad because this in this game, you, you're sitting in the car. Like, you're sitting in the car. And you're looking around, and it's it's almost identical to what mine looked like. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, although I'm not technically driving it, it, it makes me feel like I'm driving it. So. It makes you feel like you got a PCU back. And it's rad because you're you know you're driving you're driving through Norway through the mountains, and like you actually have to check your mirrors. It's not like hitting a button to look behind you. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and then I got a rally racing game, which is pretty awesome too. But. Yeah, I highly recommend. They actually have a demo for um, The Last Guardian. Okay. I've never played that, but the demo is pretty cool. When when the I don't know what the name of the animal is. I don't know. Did you guys ever play that game? Um, uh, I did. No. no. You know what I'm talking about, I know though? what you're talking about. Yes. The, long, the long delayed. 
Yeah. So where the there's a part in the beginning where the 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 animal jumps down at you and he gets right in your face and like everybody that I've I've seen play that like leans back because they think <laughs> he's gonna rub against you. It's pretty cool. So that's wild, man. Yeah, it's been fun. You guys need to come down and play it sometime. Um, yeah, we do. I'm pretty much not gonna have an excuse to stay home this week. So uh, cool. I'll have to hook up with you. And yeah, check please this do. Out. Yeah, I, I really want to see it because, like, I want to. For me, it's I want to know if I can play it without getting motion sick. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like if I know that I can handle it, then I'm going to hold out till Microsoft releases whatever the heck they're going to do because you know they're going to cash in on it at some point, and uh, I'll get something for the Xbox One. Yeah, I just um. Anybody starting out, start slow with games that don't have too much movement. Like, right. there's a lot of rail shooters in that in that in the uh, in for VR that I think are perfect to start out with. Okay. And um, just slowly work yourself up because there's a tolerance you can build. Because I've noticed, like, I can only play Skyrim for about 20 minutes when I first got it. Now I can play for like an hour or two, and I'm fine when I take it off. Uh, I'm, so I'm going right to Skyrim. I'm going right to Skyrim. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I, I oh, go I want to play that so bad in VR. Yeah, I know Captain Mike over at the uh, Bad Fodder Figures. Uh, he was having a tough time with certain games, and I, I could see myself being a similar, uh, similar kind of person. I know back in the day, at least, I had trouble with uh, first-person shooters when they went full 3D. Mm-hmm. Like when it wasn't Doom, and you could just spin on one axis, and like you had <laughs> like Duke 3D. And I remember after a while, I'd start to get a little nauseous. Granted, that doesn't happen anymore, but. I can see having a, a similar adjustment period for something like this. Yeah, there's some recommendations. People have like chew gum, uh, point a fan on yourself. So like if you're in a driving game or moving around, it makes your body think that you're moving. Oh, that's um, smart. And ginger. Uh, some people say ginger gum or ginger pills. Can't yeah. Has, that hasn't worked for me, to be honest. But I don't really have that much of an issue with nausea, so... I can't do the ginger thing, the like the raw ginger. It, it smells like nail polish remover to me. <laughs> so yeah. No. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been into. Uh, what about you, Al? Oh boy! <laughs> For anybody following in our our Save Point group at tiny.cc/savepoint, shameless plug, I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Come Deliverance. Um. That to me is such a surprise hit. Like I, I mean, obviously, anybody that's been with us from day one remembers me gushing on the first podcast episode that we had, where I thought it was going to be game of the year. I will say that I don't. It, I, I guess for what's come out so far, okay. Can I see it getting unhorsed this year? Yeah, but I will say that it is one of the best surprises that uh, I think I've ever picked up. You know, because it's not a AAA studio and it's not a a huge, you know, publisher that's behind it. And they really churned out something awesome. Like, something really daring is the only way I can describe it. Like, they, I don't think they ever would have been able to publish this through, you know, somebody like EA. Like, maybe a Paradox or something like that. But they do a lot of things that uh, you just don't find in other games. Like... One thing that that takes a lot of people some time to get used to with this one is that, you know, you're not the you're not the one, you're not the the knight errant or you know the hero to be. 
you're the son of a blacksmith. You're a scummy little peasant that doesn't know how to read at the beginning of the game. And uh, <clears throat> if you want to learn to read, like there's a whole you know series of quests for that. And you need to if you want to get into the game's amazing alchemy system, uh, which is really, really wild. It's not like Elder Scrolls where you just you know click on a leaf then click on another leaf and then you know you're done like you actually ha <clears throat> have like a alchemy slash chemistry set and you gotta like heat up your base and then put your components in it's really really wild and um i haven't seen something like that in a very long time in a game and it just it makes that a little bit more fun but anyway it is um it takes some getting used to in that like if you play skyrim like your first instinct in the the first big event that happens in the game in like the first 20 minutes is, oh boy, our village is getting attacked. Draw a sword. Let's go. And you die in the first 10 seconds <laughs> <laughs> because you're a peasant. And like the most sword fighting experience you have is with the village, uh, you know, sword master. And he teaches you how to swing it without chopping your leg off. And, um, we had a, a buddy of mine in the safe point that was like, yeah, I just picked it up and I died in the first 10 minutes. And, I haven't picked it up yet, you know, since. And I was like, well, I said, that's because you're not the hero you think you are. You're, you know, the son of a peasant. You should do what you're supposed to do, and that's run like hell. <laughs> and that's how the game starts. Like, you, you, it introduces you pretty quickly to that. This is a very different game. And, um, it's wait, wicked cool, man. I, I highly recommend it for people that like RPGs that are interested in trying something that's a little bit different. You know, that's um, not, you know, fantasy. It's actually based in a, a period of medieval history in uh, the Czech Republic. And um, it's very, very cool. I highly, highly recommend it to check out. Uh-oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay now. You don't have to cry. Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we are dads. Yep. I'm, I'm just lucky I got a wingman right now. Wing woman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm playing that. I picked up Monster Hunter World. I've definitely got to uh, play that some more. But I probably played the first four hours, maybe. And that is a wicked, wicked cool game. Um, I played a previous game in the series, and it was decent. But this one really steps it up. I think they, they tried to take what everybody loved about it and... Uh, give it, you know, a little bit more accessibility and I think it really works so, you guys should definitely check that out <clears throat> and uh, finally I've also been playing the new uh, Stellaris expansion, uh, Apocalypse which allows you to build Death Stars and blow up planets and uh, I was telling Kyle earlier this week that uh, one of my um, like I got this alert that a planet killer asteroid was coming towards one of my home worlds, and I was like, "Oh damn, let's call Bruce Willis." <laughs> <laughs> I wound up taking care of it with my fleets, <laughs> and, um, but then I, I said, "You know, I was like, damn it." Part of me was like, "I kind of wanted to see what happened if it hit." <laughs> yeah, but uh, and that's an that's an auto saving game too, so you can't like. Can you can you save then and restore it before well, it happens? Or? It has an Iron Man mode where you can play oh, it like okay. that, um, which is why I'm I'm kind of pissed. I can probably still go back to it, but I've saved scum the hell out of my non Iron Man game that I've run out of uh, slots, so I had to like go back <laughs> and delete a bunch. 
Nice. But um, highly recommend that game, man. That game has come a long way since release, and uh, it really tickles the uh, the Star Trek gene in you that wants to like have that exploration and you know enterprise settle disputes between aliens and observe you know up and coming tribes and all that. It's it's really really cool. So I highly recommend Stellaris for people that like like grand long strategy games, especially one set in space and like a kind of space exploration kind of deal. It's very cool. Very cool. cool. But that's about all I've got. All right. Which, uh, yeah, that brings us to our favorite segment to where we get to work on our jingle. Do you guys remember what that is? Because it's been a while. Uh, Nope. Isn't that we all just kind of do a horrible retro, echo sound effect? Retro news, 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 snooze, snooze. Booze. Guys, we are so awesome. We rock. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is time for retro news. Uh, can I do A? You can do them all. I actually put those in there for you. Uh, it has been a big, big, <clears throat> big day for Nintendo. Big week for Nintendo, I should say. And, uh, yeah. So take it away, Release, Kyle. Releasing a lot of their announces, uh, their uh, uh, their upcoming releases, and uh, I'm ready to throw down for all of you guys. Uh, Smash is coming to the Switch, dude. And you're all going down. So just throw your switches away or give one to Al because I'm going to beat you all. I will fight you forever. Uh, okay, it's on. Let's give go. one to me so I can whip his ass with Neff. Who? Isn't that the uh, uh, Ness? Ness. Ness. The 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 Earth. Neff. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I am now not afraid to play Alan that game. You're going down. You know what? I'm so good at that game. I'll beat you with Jigglypuff. <laughs> Funny story. We used to play that game a lot in um, college, and uh, me and my friend Jay Oliver used to play. And his roommate was Kevin, and we always made him pick Jigglypuff. <laughs> and he actually he actually got really good with Jigglypuff. Yeah, I, I definitely. So, when is that coming out? By the way, did they say? I think they just said 2018, didn't they? Okay. So yeah, I definitely got to get my Switch in July because I love Super Smash Brothers. You do. So any any listeners want to play and throw down? Uh, just uh, hit me up on Facebook, and uh, I'll add you to my uh, friends list. And if you want to hit him up on Facebook, the easiest way to do that is to go to the save point at tiny.cc/savepoint. Seamless plug. No underscore. No underscores. No, no underscores at all, Kyle. He's the only Kyle in the group, I think. So he's not hard to find. Yeah. And there's no underscores in his name either. No. There's not, not one between the K and the not, Y? Not, yeah, there will be now. Kyle. 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 So, um, what's next? So, anyway, I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, I shouldn't have mentioned they are bringing the Squid Kids into the game, and they are bringing Link from Breath of the Wild into it, too. So nice. Saw that. Pretty, pretty saw awesome. That. Upgrades. that trailer was awesome. When when the Squid Kid looks up and her eye is the emblem from uh, the emblem from Smash Bros., I just got chills. I was like, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> it looks good. Uh, so, wait, it- how many Links are they actually going to have in the game, then? Is there so going to be three of them? I, well, I know they have Toon Link. Right. Then they have Adult Link. Right. And I guess now they're going to have Breath of the Wild Link. I don't That's know. Crazy. I don't know if they're going to have three or just replace the adult Link with Breath of the Wild. I don't. No, no, okay. no, no. They got to have three. I'm down with that. Like All this, I need is one Ness, and I'm good. This <clears throat> has to be the game where like they. It's just... Neff. <laughs> Shut your mouth. 
they gotta have it so that um, like the, the the roster is just obscenely large. It's gonna be huge because the one for Wii U was enormous. That was such a good game. My brother-in-law I mean, brought that over, and we played it like pretty much straight through for a weekend. We just had so much fun with it. Yeah, it's it's a fun game. It is a lot of fun. I think it might be one of my favorite fighting games. Although, uh, Injustice Two, I wound up sinking a lot of hours into that. So that's a good one too. But anyway, well, moving on. Uh, another one. This one's kind of interesting to me because there's already a, a Luigi's Mansion on 3DS, but they're remaking. I, I'm assuming the GameCube version of Luigi's Mansion and putting it on the 3DS. I think that's pretty awesome because I really like the GameCube version of that. Oh, yeah? But I just I just thought it was interesting that it's not coming to the Switch instead. And it's cool that they're still supporting the 3DS, but I really thought Switch would get a Luigi's Mansion since there's not one on there and there's already a Luigi's Mansion on the Switch. Hmm. On the 3DS. 3DS, that's what I meant. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, the one that's on the 3DS is Luigi's Mansion 2. Right. So... <clears throat> well, isn't there one on the Wii U? I didn't think so. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Amber's, was Dark Moon on the Wii U. I feel like no. Amber's roommate had it at, at the time when she was living with her roommates. I feel like we went over there and they were playing Luigi's Mansion. I could be completely wrong. I don't think I don't man. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't I'm think probably so. wrong. <laughs> But I've seen it being played before, and I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's a fun game. Huh. Yeah, I really like that game. But, uh... Huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking... I'm sorry, I'm looking up to see if there was one on the Wii U, and I'm not seeing one. Yeah, I'm seeing, like, some... Nah, looks, it might be a hack, or it might be a mini-game of it. Nintendo Land had a had a Luigi's Mansion mini-game, but I don't think that's You know what? Movies. That's exactly what it was. <clears throat> that's what it was. No. I, I remember playing Nintendo Land at their place, and because uh, he had just gotten the Wii U, and he was like, "Oh, it's from Luigi's Mansion." It was the one with the ghost, I think, right? Uh, yeah. It looks like it. I'm just yeah, seeing some images, like so. ghost with the flashlight or something like that. Yeah, no. and I thought that was great. So a whole game like that, I think, would be. Uh, I'd definitely be interested to play that. Yeah, so those are fun games. If you never played them, I highly recommend. Uh, I don't know. If, are you guys into Dark Souls at all? Um, uh, I like it. I suck at it. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, gonna say I like. Doesn't it. Doesn't everybody? I like. No. It. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's that game I want to play when I want to feel like shit about myself for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I've honestly never played it. Uh, now that it's coming to the Switch, eh, maybe I'll pick it up. I the don't know. the frustrating thing about it <clears throat> is that there there is an art to it. And you start to realize as you die, like the 50th time, that you're playing it wrong. And if you start, you know, actually watching how the enemies attack and understand your ability to dodge and do this. And and it's all about timing. And, like, I, I have the third one on my Xbox. And, like, the second one I quit and returned within, like, 10 minutes. Because that was a... It sucked. It was beyond... It was stupid difficult. And, they, like, a lot of people, I think, felt the same way from what I read. It was just a horrible game. But the third one, they kind of combined what got people hooked on the first one and Demon Souls. And um, it's it's good. I, I'm slowly, slowly progressing in that game. I can't emphasize that first word enough. But, uh, yeah, it takes it takes a lot of... 
tactical patience. But I, I think you could get into it, Kyle. I, I think uh, once you kind of got the hang of it, I think you'd actually like it. Well, I might pick it up now that it's uh, now that it's uh, coming out on the Switch. I'm surprised it's coming out on the Switch, though. They're, oh, why is that? They're, hence the name, but they're kind of dark in content. Uh, a little mm-hmm. bit more than Nintendo usually goes for. Well, they're releasing, they released Doom... And uh, they're releasing the new Wolfenstein game. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you got a point there. They're they're taking a turn to become more of for everybody. And so. uh, the f- uh, it is the first one too. I was gonna say so. It's not too graphically intense, but still a nice looking game. Really nice looking game. Are the the are the people who made that game? Did they also do uh, Bloodborne? Yes. yes. Okay, because that's the free game for PS4, and I was getting that confused with the other one that you said. Uh, that's the free game this month. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Get it. I, yeah, I'm planning on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Whoa. No, the only reason I'm saying Jeez. is um, that was one that I've I've heard was fantastic, and the I, I want to play it so bad, but it's a PlayStation exclusive. Um, and it, it just it's kind of got that Victorian Jack the Ripper werewolf kind of setting to it. It looks great. It's gotten great reviews, and yeah, if you want to kind of get a an intro to that kind of game, that would be the one to do it. And then you'll know whether or not you want to buy it on the Switch. <laughs> you want to yeah. buy Dark Souls. I will check it out because it's free and I'm cheap. Prepare to get fisted. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like it's my first time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. You're terrible. Uh, we still G-rated? I uh, we weren't. We weren't from the first episode. <laughs> I will. I will actually beep that part out. <laughs> Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so the next... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, its actual slogan is prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> so the next game, uh, I was one for the Wii U, and I didn't pick it up, uh, but I played the demo, and it seemed fun. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. <clears throat> I don't know. Did you guys play that one? Um, I have not, but I did buy it for my wife, and she she enjoys it. Cool. Yeah, it seems like a really fun like little puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amber's uh, friend Brian picked that up, and we wound up playing that over their place one time. Uh, that was actually fun. That was a lot of fun. So that's yeah. cool. That is cool. Um, let's see. And the final announcement that we're going to discuss here: South Park Fractured, Fractured Butthole, which that one surprises me more than Dark Souls. I was going to say that one really surprised me that that's coming to the Switch. Yeah, Let's after see. watching your stream, it looks funny. I want to play it. Sorry, Travis, go ahead. All I have to say is Conker's Bad Fur Day. Nothing no. is nothing yeah, is off true. limits after Conker's Bad Fur Day. Uh, Conker's is pushing the envelope, but... That's pretty racy. It's pretty racy, but I will say that I'm still very shocked that they're putting in South Park the fractured butthole. Um, and Kyle, you only saw like the early parts of that game it just gets, and it, it gets it awful. was funny it gets <laughs> awful <laughs> it was pretty funny so I'm, I'm looking forward to picking this one up i you're gonna love it like it, they they struck gold again i mean i i still would say that i enjoyed the stick of truth a little bit more mm-hmm. but it's still a fantastic and hilarious game so you'll dig it <clears throat> Good call about the uh, Bonkers. I I, for, I I always forget that game exists. Conquers? Conquer? No, 
The Conkers. Conkers. Conkers Bad Fur Day. Not Bonkers. Bonkers Cad Fur Day. (laughs) (laughs) You can't make fun of me, Neff. You know, you're right. But I will say, (laughs) (laughs) the first time I ever played Conkers was over at my buddy Luke's, who's also in the, the save point with us. This is back in college. And I was a hungover piece of garbage because we had a party at his house the night before. So playing Conquer in the introduction, you know, he wakes up basically in a gutter and he's hungover. And so there I am. I feel like crap. And he's just like, oh, feel sick. <laughs> and I, was, I was just like, oh, man, I can't do this in two spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, good point on the conquer. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Uh, what's up with this Fortnite? Got All right. News on that now? So, have, have any of you played that yet? Yes. No. Who said no? Kyle. Me. Okay. So, uh, the best analogy I've heard for Fortnite was on the bad fodder figures. It's Minecraft for adults. And um, they recently, within the past month or so, maybe month and a half, integrated their own battle royale mode. You know, to kind of similar. Well, it's you know, PUBG has been doing that for a while. Player unknown battlegrounds. And um, do you understand the concept behind that, Kyle? Have you played that one? I have not played that one either. So the whole concept, dude. It's all Switch and VR. So the whole concept with this battle royale thing is like you get. Um, you're on like an, a big play space, like in, in PUBG, it's an island, uh, kind of similar in, uh, Fortnite and you drop into an area and it's like this big circle and this circle gets smaller and smaller. And if you're caught outside it, you begin to die. So you play this with about a hundred people. And as the circle constricts, it's pushing everybody closer and closer together. And the goal is to be the last person standing. So, with Fortnite, it's it has an amazing single player, not single player, uh, PVE uh, component to it. The battle royale is free, and I played it once or twice. And I don't know, PVP is not high on my list, but the PVE is wicked fun. And basically, it's you and other players against this horde of like zombie creatures, and you have to build fortifications and walls and stuff like that. And there's all kinds of different guns, and you have to hold off these waves and waves of attacks. And um, it's just, it's really, really neat. And I think the, like I said, the Battle Royale uh, client is free. And because of that, from what I understand, it's gaining ground. It might have, from the, the article I read today, actually surpassed PUBG in active players, which is pretty <laughs> huge, because... In that arena, you know, the whole Battle Royale thing, PUBG has been at the top of the heap for quite a while. So Fortnite's doing a lot of things right in that regard. As of right now, um, if we take a look at Twitch, Fortnite has 140,000 viewers and PUBG has 37,000 viewers. Nice. Holy crap. Yeah. I'm looking at some some stuff too that says... uh, they, there's rumors that it might be coming to the Switch. I can oh, see wow. that. Oh, I could, oh, the Switch could run it easy, too. Along with Diablo 3. 
Nice. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, new D three is coming. That's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Oh, dude, I I can't recommend that game enough. Like, from where it started to where it is now, it is an amazing game. But yeah, I agree. I like it. <laughs> Who put this next item in? Because that was not me. <coughs> it was me. But I totally agree with you. I can't wait to hear this. Uh, well, there's just, you know, it's the same crap. I just wanted to get your guys' quick thoughts on this. I don't want to get too political here, but again, it's, we're screaming back to the 90s where people are starting to blame video games for people causing violence. And, uh, they're talking about taxing mature games now. You know, and my, my thought is if they're going to tax mature video games, they better tax mature, like rated R movies, any books that have mature themes, because this is, I think this is a load of crap and they're just scapegoating. Well, of course they are. Well, wait a minute. I thought they weren't all about big government. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> pricks. No, like I don't want to, like you said, I don't want to get too political here, but this is the stupidest stupidest argument. Like Well, the, the problem is you can get political all you want, but you know what? There's idiots on on every side that want regulations on this, and those are the people that are just they don't you know, get they, it. They, They're not gamers. Right, they don't understand. Right. And it's been it's been shown time after time that People who are gamers are actually less likely to cause violence than those who aren't because we have a way to actually get yes. that anger out. We have a way to get that frustration gone. Right. We have that escape. We have yeah. that ability to just vent without, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump on and kill Kyle today. Oh, I feel better. And, he's, <laughs> right. and Kyle's still breathing. You know, but that's like, it kills me. They've been trying to do this since Columbine. And what, what really blows my mind is I read the list of attendees at the White House, you know, talk about this. It's the same douchebag that was, you know, talking about murder simulators back in Columbine. And that, that was responsible for it. It's that, that, that Dave Grossman guy. Like, he just won't go away. And it's like, you know, I, I don't know any other way to say it. Like, it's not the games, dude. Like, it's not. It's it, totally not. It's it's a it's so many combinations of things that we don't have the time to get into. But it, you know, it it could be a game, it could be a movie. If it's the wrong person in the wrong state of mind, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, anything can trigger that person. And I, I just I I hate the argument that it's the video games and violent media that's to blame. Because let's face it, like. I would say games, content-wise, especially in the past two years, have really, like, toned it down. Like, it's not like it used to be where it was, like, this shocking gore fest and violence fest, you know, back with, like, Call of Duty Black Ops and the No Russian Mission. Like, they're not pushing that envelope a lot right now. And even movies. Like, what's the biggest movies right now? It's superhero movies. It's, It's violence, but not, like... You know, it's not over the top violence. Not over the top violence. Like it really has toned down, so you, you can't even draw a correlation there. You know what I mean? No. And and like here's the thing: we we have regulated to a point where we have a rating system on it. Yeah. A rating system that works if if the parents just read what it says, you know, and do a little research and find out what your kids are playing. You know, it it's it's already has a rating system. What more do we need? And to tax it, that's really unfair. Well, yeah, that's that's a terrible that's the idea. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. I, I hope it is stupid enough to get laughed off the uh, the ballot, and I, I think it will be. I don't. I, I think it's the same thing that always happens: is they get up in arms about it. You know, congressional people on all sides, and they start yelling about it. But nothing's going to get done with with the video games because I I really do think that you know 
our community of people are, are can be a powerful group united. And when you start going into grounds like that, like you're going to penalize us to play games that we enjoy, I could see, you know, we, we could get a big voice going and I don't know. I mean, I, I know I'd be first in line. Like there are absolutely horrid games that I wouldn't, as an H-O-R-R-I-D, that I would never play because it's just, all right, that's, that's even pushing my, you know, thin envelope. And, uh, but uh, who am I to say that somebody else shouldn't play that? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I hate that argument. I hate it so much. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to get your guys thoughts. I knew we were all on the same page on that. I just wanted to get comments on it. That's why I threw that in there. No, I'm, I'm glad you did. I think it's in, I think it's important because I think, I don't think it's something we should ever be complacent on because anytime there's there's any kind of violent event, no matter what it is, that's the first thing that, you know, dinosaurs in Washington love to point fingers at. Yep, music and video games. It's like, you guys have been doing this for 40 years. That's not the problem. So go find something else to freaking lobby against, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch Penn & Teller's Bullshit? Yes, Once I love that show. Did you see the episode where they had a kid who played Call of Duty? He was like 9 or 10. Played Call of Duty all the time. They took him out to fire a real uh, rifle. The kid, and I, I don't know if he's listening to this, which he's not, but uh, he started crying on TV right away. And they used that as a point to show, like, this kid had no desire to shoot a gun. No. He just liked, he just liked playing his games. <laughs> I know that's... That's that's very you know out of context. It's a one scenario, but like you know, it, it does it doesn't drive people to go out and want to shoot people for real. Right. I mean, that's that's it's all ridiculous. Really, that's exactly what it is. Is it's just it's an avenue of the you know the imagination. It's playing. It's having fun. Like nobody yep. is playing these games. Like oh, I wish I was doing this right now. I mean, yeah, <laughs> maybe one or two people, and those are the ones you got to watch out for. But like the majority of people playing these games are just people having fun mm -hmm. like it's not some simulator or fantasy like i just oh man obviously it's something i could go on and on about but you know i just i hate when it gets attacked because like this is something that you know we as a community really enjoy and you know as gamers that's always been ours like that's ours and you know that's what we do for fun and for people to come in and say that this is making any of us bad people like I'm sorry, that's bullshit. Yep, it's it's it is pretty terrible, and I mean, yes, I can understand that people want answers, but Me they too. need to actually they need to be able to do research into the problems, not into into what they think might they perceive to be problems, which have already been studied to death yeah. to not be the problems. Yeah, exactly. Like yep. this has been over and over. You know, because they point fingers at it so much, and it's it's come to the same conclusion. This is not your issue, so go back to your drawing board, find out what it is, and and fix it. But leave us the hell alone. <laughs> yep, <laughs> agreed. And on that note, <laughs> we'll at least go to something a little bit more pleasant. But uh, no, I, I appreciate you bringing that up, Kyle, because I think it's. You know, this might be the most political that we get on this podcast, but that's it's something that affects all of us as gamers. And you know, I, I I just anytime this comes about, I'll I'll defend it. You know, with the dying breath, like it is our right to play it, and it's anybody's right to make a 
absolutely horrible game if they want to that's just the most violent and I can guarantee you most people won't play it I mean they might check it out but <laughs> I don't know like Grand Theft Auto 5 is practically cartoonish at this point <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is you know so it's whatever but um alright so I'm going to go over to the save point at tiny.cc slash save point and um just highlight a couple things we did have a question that I had asked earlier in the week, and we got some good answers there, so we'll visit that. Uh, Travis, I saw you you put up uh, your your um, bead sprites. They look amazing. So thank you. Yeah, no, they're great, man. So uh, I highly recommend anybody that's into those uh, check them out. Check them out. He's got uh, some links, some toe jams, some. Uh, is that Mega Man? Zero. That's Mega Man Zero. Okay. Well, no, zero from Mega Man. Zero yeah. from Mega just Man. zero. Yes. By the way, well done on the toe jam. That looks awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that looks great, dude. Thanks. Oh, it's always fun to meet a toe jam and Earl fan. Um, but uh, yeah, let me get to my question here. Wow, we had a lot of activity this week. It's actually taking me some time to scroll down. Hey, real quick, while you pull that up, um, yep. there is a the new version of Toe Jam and Earl. I think is coming soon. Nice. But you can get the soundtrack on a vinyl um, if you go to there. I think it's. Um, I'll, I'll have. I'll post the link in. Uh, in the save point, but uh, yeah, it's. It's a really awesome soundtrack. My brother picked it up and oh, he sent it to me. Yeah, it's really cool. If you guys want it, I'll upload it. But yeah, it's it's. It's a really good soundtrack. Very cool. Very cool. Um, okay, here we go. So I kind of had this question that you know with uh, VR, you know, really kind of getting a foothold for real this time um you know all right so let's imagine we've got you know the star trek holodeck that we've all been dreaming of you know this is if we had that future technology tomorrow and you could step out of real life and then go into basically any video game world that you've played and interact with its characters and you know swing the weapons eat the food uh where would you go and what would be the first thing you did and um I guess we can start with our own first. Um, so, where would you go, Travis? Um, I actually have a couple answers because nice. If I was going to go eat the food, it would be Final Fantasy fifteen in a heartbeat. <laughs> Absolutely, that food just looks so <laughs> it looks freaking great. good. <laughs> Some of which I know I've made before. <laughs> yeah, um, that was wicked. I would say though, um, I I don't know. I think I I might actually want to go to Earthbound. Um, I know it's kind of you know cliche because that's one of my favorite games, but I just I love the universe that they built in that game, and yeah. I think it's just it's a wonderful place. It's uh, it, it feels nice to, when I'm playing it. It just feels really chill all the time, and nothing's ever going too crazy except for you know the crazy stuff that is going on. <laughs> and and I want to meet the I want to meet Mr. Saturn. Nice. But yeah, that's my answer. That's a good one. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I like what about it. you, Kyle? Me, I would have to probably go with some of the answers that were on the written on the thing. Uh, World of Warcraft just because of how beautiful it would look um and how much there would be to explore uh, minus all the, you know, getting killed and fighting all the time. Uh Yeah, just stay out of the barrens. <laughs> Yeah, there's only so um, much Chuck Norris you can take. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that would be one, and I think the other would have to be uh, Breath of the Wild. 
uh, just because, again, how open and beautiful the world is. Nice. Yeah, those would be my two. Okay. Actually, Majora's Mask would be pretty rad to check out, too. I don't know. That, that, was a pretty... that moon would creep me the hell out. Yeah, but the whole, everything else is pretty unique, I think. So that was pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah. My answer. What about you, Al? Um, well, Travis kind of kind of made me think of some outside too. Then, uh, for the food, it would be Monster Hunter World because I would I would shuffle my my tubby butt right up to the top stairs of the base, go into the cantina, and have my dinner cooked for me by cats. <laughs> <laughs> cats that use a litter box? No, cats that use fry pans, and at the end of your meal, sprinkle a little twig of thyme right on your fish. You'll see if you play the game. <laughs> beautiful. So beautiful. And it looks delicious, and it would just show me that my cats are actually worth something. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, if I was to actually uh, inhabit a world and talk to the characters and stuff, I'd have to uh, take a page out of Travis's book and go with my favorite, and that would be Chrono Trigger. Um, you know, obviously after Lavos was defeated, you know, I was kind of interested to see what happened to the characters after that. And I pretend Chrono Cross didn't happen, so let's not go there. <laughs> um, but, like, it would be cool to hang out with Glenn uh, slash Frog and uh, see what happened with him and uh, just kind of go and take a look at the world, you know, you end up saving in that game and, and what happens to it and the people. Um, I would love to see that because I always thought that was such a deep, well-imagined world. I mean, you even had, like, some interspecies conflict between the mystics and the humans, like what happened there when all was said and done. I would, I would just love to to walk around a well-thought-out world like that. That and Britannia. Thank you, Richard Garriott. I can never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that would be me. Um, let's go through and check out some of these answers because some of them were great. <laughs> Especially the first one. Like... <laughs> If, I don't know if you've seen the responses yet, Travis. But as, yeah, I have. As soon as I put that up, the first one we got, Jeremy put in Super Seducer. <laughs> That's on Steam. Like, <laughs> he just put the link to it on Steam. <laughs> I just thought it was the funniest thing. It's like, nothing more need be said. We know where you're going there. <laughs> um, my buddy Terry, uh, he is... Uh, pretty wicked composer does some tv stuff and uh he's a he's a real like hardcore gamer man like back in the day kind of gamer and he had said uh, that's tough it has to be uh if it has to be console then probably zelda ocarina of time on n64 that moment when you first leave the starter village and go out onto the plains was majestic and i can totally uh totally agree there i do remember seeing that for the first time on luke's n64 and just being kind of blown away and then uh, he also agreed with you, Kyle, on PC. He said uh, he would go for WoW. He remembered thinking literally, WoW, <laughs> as a noob wandering around Elwyn Forest for the first time. It just seemed to go on forever. Mm -hmm. I still submit that the most beautiful zone in that entire game is Stranglethorn Vale. Um, that's like the, uh, oh, the, yeah, the heavy jungle area. No, that's the it's the jungle area. Uh, it's about it's two zones. Or, well, yeah, two zones south of Elwyn Forest, but okay. it's all jungles. It's all really nice, and there's some really cool coves that you can uh, get some really good pictures in, where it's just trees and water, and it just looks really really nice. Oh, wicked cool! And uh, is this Noble John with New Vegas? No, that's uh, just 
John. Uh, it's just John. I'm trying <laughs> to say, uh, no, it's right. John Chevalier. You know John. Oh, I know John. I just I, I know we have a noble John in our group, and I'm trying to pin down who that is. Um, no, all right. Uh, yeah, John. Uh, he said New Vegas. That was interesting. Yeah, with no uh, nothing after that, and uh, that one had me scratching my head a little bit because if I can go into any game world. I'm not sure I want to go to the one that's been destroyed by nuclear war and has slobbering mutants. I mean, it'd be cool to see. But, uh... No, I... Th- yeah, I, I'm calling his, I'll call his bluff on that one. I don't uh, think he really wants to go to New Vegas. Maybe he just wants, <laughs> maybe he just wants some Nuka-Cola. Maybe. Papa Radex. <laughs> just to see what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our buddy Troy said, I don't know, man. Have you seen Sword Art Online? Uh, I have not, so I had no idea what he was getting at. But um, it sounds like it's kind of a being inside an MMO uh, kind of thing. It seemed like that was a deeper answer that needed more investigation. So uh, in fairness to you, Troy, I will actually check that out on Netflix and see what you're getting at. Because uh, I've heard good things about it, so... To see, and then our buddy yeah. Phil uh, said, "Breath of the Wild." He agrees with you, Kyle. Uh, he wants to kite off the central plateau and run. Oh, that'd through, be awesome! And then run through Hyrule Field. I just had this funny image in my head of somebody with a kite on their back, just frolicking to that symphony song. Do 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 do. It's pretty much how it would go. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, no, that's our answers uh, for this week. Any other uh, news or stuff you guys want to pull from the group? Um, oh, from the group? No, I know um, some couple releases. I know Nino Kuni 2 is coming out soon, and so oh. is God of War. Um, two games I'm looking forward to playing. They both look so good, too. Especially God of War. I mean, that looks like it is going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Uh, I, I'm I'm wondering how the whole mechanic of like, you know, him and his son is going to play out. Like, I think that's going to make an interesting uh, gameplay mechanic. Yeah, plus Norse Norse mythology instead uh, uh, this time. That's like bad. my that's my favorite mythology too. Like, I like the Greek mythology, you know, but that's kind of been I don't want to say done to death, but you know, you had Herc and Xena, and I always thought they did a fun take on it. But like, you don't really have too much. You know, with Norse mythology, and it is a really rich, uh, really dark mythology. So it'll be interesting to see that in the God of War setting. I think it'll be a really, really cool game. Agreed. I am. I am also looking forward to it. Well, I Are you going to pick that up too? I don't know. I'm. I might. I'm very. I'm. I'm still very uh, against picking up new games. So I might pick it up like a year or two after it comes out when it drops in price. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I, I do just, that a lot too. I, the only reason I, I pick up a game that's $60 or more is for my collection. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. No, understandable. And I'd have to get a PlayStation to play it. So I'll just bug Kyle a lot and uh, start going over his house. <laughs> yeah, whenever you want, man. <laughs> Always up for gaming. But, um, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we're getting close to the end here. And uh, first off, any uh, any shout-outs that you guys want to do? Yeah, I have one quick. 
Um, my shout out is to my firstborn son, Liam, who turns five tomorrow. So I just wanted to use this moment to say happy birthday, big guy. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Liam. I will pass that along. Where did five years go, brother? I still remember when, uh... I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) When you were like, yeah, Liam arrived. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was was at Penn Treaty, that's Uh, right. Yeah, you were at PT when, when, uh... When I was working with Contour. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, that's awesome. Happy birthday, buddy! And uh, how about you, Travis? Some shout outs, probably gonna um, take one or two off mine. That's okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just want to give my main, sh- uh, my usual shout outs to uh, the Retro Rents, um, the Good for Gaming crew. The Retro Rents, did you really? Just not- say yeah, that? the Retro Rents. Oh man, jeez. <laughs> Right on, man! Shout out to you too, no, brother. I appreciate it. Shout out, brother. We love you. It is. It's one of the. It's been one of those days. Um, I would like to give a shout out to everyday gamers. Yes. Um, the good for gaming crew. Um, and I've actually also recently joined another gaming crew. Uh, called Non Toxic Gaming. Nice. Um, which they also have a high focus on positivity and community and everything like that, and staying positive in gaming and whatnot, and you know, getting rid of the toxic behavior that's prevalent in a lot of gaming these days. Mm-hmm. I'm all for um, that. And uh, uh, I'd also like to give a shout out to you, Alan, because you are, you know, besides just being the host, you know, you also do all of our editing and everything like that. So I really appreciate that. Oh, gee. And uh, you know, I just want to make sure that that you know that. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. I enjoy the heck out of this stuff, so it's uh, it's fun to do. I haven't done editing since. Uh, <clears throat> since I had my band, so getting kind of back into that saddle has been a lot of fun uh, when my sound records properly. <laughs> um, but I think I think I think we did find it out. I think we figured it out that yeah, I think it may have been that setting, that particular yeah, one. I think so too. Which is weird. Well, whatever. But I'm not gonna. Anywho. It seems to be working along with my brand new blue snowball. I'm actually happy I I took some cash and invested into this a little better because I'm already. I'm digging the difference. <laughs> nice. But um, any other shout-outs you want to do? No, uh, I think I'm good. All right. Well, I'll do some shout-outs of my own. Obviously, I will uh, you know, go along with Travis. A big shout-out to the Everyday Gamers um, who just uh, put an episode up this week. Check it out. Uh, they're just they're a riot. Uh, so, you know, big shout-out to, to uh, Headshot, Rockslide, uh, Meef, Jason and Blake, um, you guys are doing a great job over there, and it's just always entertaining to listen to. So anybody that likes gaming, you know, check them out too. Especially if you like Destiny, we got some hardcore Destiny players over there. And uh, Rockslide's been rocking the division, and uh, they do some entertaining streams. So definitely check them out. Um, do another good shout out to the Bad Fodder Figures. Um, I'm working on slowly infecting their listener voicemail system. Uh, (laughs) I was on two weeks ago just asking them a question about their biggest disappointment in game releases. And I actually called today uh, with a similar question that um, I asked, you know, the group on Facebook. Because they're they're a really great bunch of guys and they're hilariously funny. And they just, they, you know, between Captain Mike and... Uh, you know, Jay, Jeremy, and uh, 
glove box, like all those guys, they're just such a riot to listen to. It's uh, obvious, it's not suitable for work, uh, but neither am I. So what the hell? And um, <laughs> it's just the the Bad Father Figures is a really funny podcast. They got a really great group, and their streams are just awesome to watch. Like. I don't know, because I always feel like they're gamers like I am. Like, we love playing games. We're just not that great at them. And um, <laughs> it's just it's just fun to see people deal with similar frustrations that I have. I was watching uh, watching them play uh, Rainbow Six Siege the other night, and it was just like just reminiscing of myself playing a game. Like, lean! God damn it, don't just walk out! Lean! <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they're great. They're great. So big shout-out to them. And, um, I think, I think that's really all I've been listening to in podcast land lately, and I am looking for new ones, so, uh, Travis, send any my way, although there is a new podcast I did want to highlight that I did listen to, I'm about three quarters of the way done, I gotta catch the rest, and that would be Travis D. Gaming, uh, a solo cast done by our very own Travis. Hi. And, uh, it's, it's him taking a deeper dive into the games that he likes, and, um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my uh, my first listen. There was some things uh, that you know I, I didn't realize we kind of shared, and I had my notes, but I don't know what the hell I put them because I was like, I really got to talk to you about this because I just never knew. But, uh, <laughs> but no, you're you're doing a good job, dude. I really like it, so I'm looking forward to the next episode. So Thank you. To, you'll have to let us know when uh, when you post it. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it'll probably be Monday. Nice. So whenever this goes out, it'll be sometime after that. Well, with any luck, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably have this scheduled for Monday. Just because okay. we, we want to hit our commuter friends and let them have something to listen to. Maybe Sunday night we'll let it push. But uh, I think that's all I've got for shout-outs. So, uh, yeah, if you want to actually get in touch with us, like I said, check out our Facebook group, The Save Point, at tiny.cc slash save point. Uh, you can email us at theretrorents at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at theretrorents. Uh, if you want to argue with me what you think is a great game that I seem to hate, or vice versa, <laughs> you can hit me up at retrorentsal um, on Twitter. Travis... What is your handle this week? Soda X Bread. Soda X Bread on Twitter. And it's not changing. And then there's Retro Rents Kyle. He never checks that though, so go to the save point and you can interact with him there. What? Why do you guys <laughs> keep saying that? I'm on it all the time. I do not leave Twitter. Okay. <laughs> I am Twitter. I Twitter. I tweet. <laughs> yeah. I tweeter and stuff. <laughs> um Cool. Well, I think that will bring us to the end of this week's episode. And uh, it's been great getting back together as the three of us. And we're definitely kind of uh, planning to record in the fashion now that I won't screw it up. Uh, we should be able to be back on a pretty consistent schedule. So I'm looking forward to that. Yep. It'll be nice. Same. And uh, yeah, always fun, fellas. And uh, thank you to everybody that's over in the save point. Always. Uh, always participating interacting in the discussions uh you guys are great and uh thank you to our pals in the podcast community for all the shout outs uh that we've gotten from you it's it's always appreciated and uh 
Just the friendships we've kind of picked up in the community since we started podcasting has really made this uh, such a blast. And it's something I really look forward to, and I'm, I'm sure you guys feel the same way, but it's just great to be a part of this community and uh, look forward to getting to know more of you and, and just sharing our mutual love of gaming. Agreed. Also agreed. All right, then. Well, we'll close this out with a little bit of wisdom, and it is just simply, don't blame the video games, kids. Blame the cat food. Yeah. Okay. And that will be it. Uh, Till next time, everybody. Give us a review. Share. You know, share the podcast link, and uh, let us know what you think. We definitely big shout out to everybody that listens. Uh, We do this for your your enjoyment and our own. So we look forward to uh, catching you guys on the next episode. Till then, take care, everybody. Stay positive. Peace. Later.